0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: welcome to the fighting on film podcast the podcast all about classic and obscure war movies from the normandy landings to the days of chivalry and swords if it's been captured on film we're going to try and cover it I'm Robbie of RM Military History. I'm Matthew Moss of Historical Firearms
1: and the Armourers Bench. Hello and welcome back to Fighting on Film. This week we are doing one of our frequent features where we do a show and tell and we talk about some of the stuff that we've been watching uh, in recent days and talk about them in brief, not go into too much detail, um, just share some of our thoughts and perhaps decide whether we're going to come back and do a full episode on them in the future. This week, I mean, do you want me to start, Rob? If you'd like to, mate, yeah. While I was away on holiday, Rob held down the fort. while I was away, I I thought, ah, you know what, I'll do a little bit of light holiday viewing, and I thought I'll watch Channel 4's Undeclared War light viewing I mean, he watches a
2: series about a devastating cyber attack on the united kingdom and this man if you knew what matt does as a day job i won't you know I won't add him on that. i won't go into too much detail about matt's day job but matt for, for that to be light viewing for Matthew moss <laughs> is saying a lot
1: so it was it was very much um you know obviously there's the ongoing war in ukraine and it's all about a russian cyber attack on the uk and uh it, it was super interesting i thought oh this looks really good for the trailers they did like yeah. a kind of um war of the worlds type uh promo for it where they broadcast a thing where it said um i can't remember i remember the album it was like a blank screen wasn't it it was like please stand
2: by it was quite i remember seeing it It was it
1: it was it was like um it was like the old it was like the war of the worlds radio promos and the the show that they did and everyone thought it was real Um, but yeah it 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 was interesting it was written and directed by peter kaminsky who has done some amazing series over the years like mm. warriors which is one we're really yeah looking forward to doing on the show warriors is fantastic we need yeah. to we need to talk about soon warriors lots of documentary work all sorts of different things so i thought this is going to be good um but i i came away feeling it was a little bit lacking um right it stars um Simon Pegg as the head of g c h q which is the head of the um British sort of cyber intelligence surveillance um wing um it's It's got Mark Rylance in there, and I thought, ooh, yeah, mark Rylance Big, big okay nice. this this is gonna be good and it's headed up by a, a young up and coming actress Hannah kalik brown and and it's got yeah it had a quite a strong cast, and they were putting in some good performances, but basically. There was a lot of lead up to not a lot of undeclared war, so yeah, I wasn't I, I wasn't that. sat there expecting threads. I'll be honest, I wasn't. Expecting. No, I was expecting to see the repercussions of a cyber attack and what impacts that had, how a cyber attack could bring real world infrastructure down to its knees, that kind yeah. of thing. And it was only, it was only ever talked about. We never saw any evidence of it. So they're in GCHQ, and they say that NHS has just had a massive cyber attack and BT's had a massive cyber attack. And like, oh, we can't phone, can't phone or text, or you know, the internet's down. And right, it, that that's great. Okay, so that's bad. And then they're like, well, the NHS has been struck as well, and the power grid. Well, I'm not seeing any of that. Even in the bits where they go outside, and there's mm. real well bits, you don't feel like people are worried about the cyber attack.
2: Um, not enough panic going on. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough. It's like it's the thing with these dramas. Sometimes they don't go beyond what they're in. They have their set, they have their main characters, they don't think about the wider world building, which for something like this is really important. Like take threads, that world building of that is oh, really same. in depth. Mm. Something like the war game, it shows you every facet of society. Yeah. It goes quite broad. I remember reading some of the I didn't I haven't seen this myself, but I remember seeing some of the reviews, and they were like, Yeah, it's almost, it's almost good enough. It's mm. not, it, it's lacking something.
1: So it has some interesting uh, storytelling mechanisms and it does like a mind palace thing because you think about cyber warfare and it's just like people typing and clicking stuff and it's it's on computers and apparently they had like a a cyber security company advise them on what would look real. Oh, cool. Um, But obviously... That might be a little bit dry for people to watch someone typing code in, which they, there is a fair bit of that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, so but they the did this mind sort of thing where it's like she's there with a the tool belt on, banging a hammer against some bricks to find the way okay. in and stuff. And it sounds cool and it's interesting and some of it works, but
2: some of it's a realist. So she'll
1: open a door and she'll be in like the Lake District and it's just right. and a valley. And then she'll turn a corner and it'll be in an office block or or should be in an alleyway. And it's all very symbolistic and um, some of it's on the nose and it works to a degree, but it gets a little bit repetitive. And then there's a bit where she meets an opposing hacker who's trying to help the UK. He doesn't agree with the cyber attack that's going on. And they meet in an office block and sit in in like a, a meeting room. And it's just like, Okay, so we've gone from mind palace to meeting
2: room, <laughs> having a well, bit of a yeah, yeah yeah just having a chat trying to make it real trying to make an online conversation the, look like a real life conversation. The Jeopardy it, is gone,
1: you know. There's no like, there's no like, oh no, like how are they going to communicate? Well, they're in their mind palaces. But um, mm. well, mark Rylance was criminally underused. I didn't remember
2: seeing him in the trailers to be fair. I
1: I was I was like, Is that Mark Rylance? Because I hadn't looked at the credits and and I was sat there watching it with my my partner and I was like, Is that Mark Rylance? And she and she looked at me and said, Oh god, it is. (laughs) And he plays this sort of old holdover from the old intelligence service where he's he's a former cryptologist. Now he does like um grammar apparently spell checks everyone's grammar in gchq or something that's how they introduce him and you're thinking what he's um, a human microsoft paperclip this boy yeah <laughs> he basically is there tapping on the screen do you need help with this document um so she the main character um sarah to be under a cyber attack how can i help <laughs> do you need assistance <laughs> he's there frantically tap 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 um he sits down with sarah and has lunch with her and um that's a bit where she's like, nothing here's halal because she's she's a Muslim. And I feel yeah. like I feel like there's definitely halal food at GCHQ. Like
0: yeah.
1: it, it's 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 it you was a very so, wouldn't you? You would. It's an inclusive work, work um workspace, it's supposed to be supposed to be like a very good employer. Um but her hell backstory is really odd because she's portrayed as this um intern. She's there just before like several months into a uni course and then she's doing a year's internship at GCHQ and on her first day at GCHQ she finds the back door to a massive um DDoS attack virus thing that's been put onto the networks through BT. It's all a little bit contrived then. I can't I can't imagine that a first day intern would be given access to the virus that's attacking uk internet
2: it's a little bit like here's a supercomputer bye have fun yeah like See they just later. give her
1: it and then it's bizarre because they're like, they're like section head is sat on the computer next to her, like typing away furiously and she like go and he gets pissed because she finds the back door and he hasn't even found it so then for like half mm. half the series he's passive aggressive to
0: her and i everything, everything thinking, you're, everything what the you're saying
2: to me now i haven't seen it but everything you're saying sounds like it would have worked better in like a in like a sort of Heart, like a comedy drama almost. It mm. seems like it might have done a better. Like the Office meets sort of sounds like that. Yeah, yeah. It's the way you are. Yeah, that might have been good actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe talking vape, to <laughs> talk. Yeah, Well talking to the audience. Perhaps might have been nice breaking the fourth wall. They're saying maybe mm. explaining how yeah. this coding works because the layman, the the, the man in the we street, we know nothing about it. Yeah, no. I, I couldn't tell you how yeah, you any imagine, of it works. Like, it have been techno babble, but looking at the camera, going right. See now, I'm going to put this number in, and this number does this. But if you put this in, this does this. There was a, little, a little bit, bit of, of was there something um, in there?
1: There was a little bit of them explaining how code could be hidden in what is considered rubbish, like just like um, mm. so it's lost in a massive wall of of just sure. gibberish text um, and that kind of thing, which was interesting often. Yes, yeah,
2: my it's wife it's, it she codes in for her job. So I assume she'd find that interesting, but it's like you've got to make it accessible. That's the problem. Then you can water it down, can't you? It may yeah, make it yeah. seem a little bit hackney and maybe a bit fake. So of course, there's a spy element to
1: all this, and they do like a deep fake Mike Ryl- Mark Rylance at one point. So, oh, amazing! They they super underuse Mark Rylance. So he has a couple of nice scenes with Saru and he does a bit of expo and he explains something. He helps a cracker a code, and, and she gets an idea. But then the next thing you know, he's dead and he's been murdered. Gosh. So but you don't find that out until later in in this episode because he appears on Russian TV and it's like a deep fake of him in Moscow going, well, I want Um, to tell everyone about the British Intelligence Service and it's a deeply evil organisation and, you know, this is what we've been doing. And it's all fake and it's, you know. But then they dig his garden up and they find him dead. And you're like, oh, so that's the end of Mark Rallance's... Involvement in any of this, then,
2: Hmm.
1: and it's bizarre.
2: Seem like they were getting a name into pin to pin the drama on. Perhaps that's like
1: that's like episode four into a six episode run where he just he he turns up dead. Six
2: episodes long. I thought it was like a three part. No, it's really
1: long. And God, for all of its problems and shortcomings, it every episode did leave me going, "I wonder what happens next." Right. I wonder what happens next week. But the only problem is, when we got to the last episode, the the culmination of this cyber war was underwhelming. Mm. Because, I, I won't give any spoilers, because it just it ends in a very convenient manner. Um, because there's, there's a really interesting aspect to it where the hack leads GCHQ's data to be um, accessed by the Russians, FSB. Mm-hmm. And the Russians get access to all of the U.S. NSA's data that they've shared with the U.K. So all of their exploits, all of their agents get. So it's kind, of like, kind of like the Russians got the knock list, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, And the, the special relationship kind of like grinds to a halt, apparently, which is an interesting aspect to it. But That sounds interesting in itself, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's all all kind of underdone. Like Simon Pegg's character is like getting brow beaten by the Prime Minister. It's like, why why are we under a cyber attack, Simon? Why why haven't you prevented this? What are we paying GCHQ for? What are you doing? What what are you actually <laughs> doing over there? And he's just sat there like looking into the middle distance, trying not to make eye contact with anyone. <laughs> and I'm like, Holy shit, Simon, you're like head of GCHQ. You would definitely Have be you try turning it on and
2: off again, Simon. Yeah, Simon. <laughs> Simon.
1: <laughs> so it was interesting. It wasn't bad. I mean, I don't regret watching it.
2: Um but it was it was wasn't what I hoped it would be. I mm. oh, was the, see I saw the I saw the marketing for it. I thought the marketing ca- marketing campaign was really good because mm. I, I was on TikTok and I scrolled up and it it was like a as if the screen was being eaten by like oh, a clever. Mm. by like a, a virus and then mm. it it like flickered and went into the trailer yeah um, for the show and I thought oh it's really great and then That's cool. when the reviews came out uh, it just it didn't look like it would be for me so I I, I left yeah. It. I was surprised mm. it was six long, six episodes long. I was too. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it didn't yeah. seem like it would have been. So that was the uh, undeclared war uh, uh, that Matt watched there. That's on Channel Four. I'm sure you can catch up on the uh, four O D. Yeah, um, if you haven't seen that one, that's where I watched it. But you may have seen it on the Twitter because um, we you know we have the four five we have the one word reviews, but um, our lesser spotted executive producer Katie, she sometimes puts a rogue tweet out. And she asked our Twitter followers a few days ago, she asked, I wonder how many food related items we can sneak into war movie titles. And she said a of chips now. But well, we had some absolute crackers on this thread. And I think we had. Nearly 200 replies, which was incredible.
0: Yeah. So thanks again, yeah.
2: everyone, for getting involved. because we The phone notifications were oh, lit. Oh, God, yeah, my phone's going bing, 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 bing. I thought my phone was going to explode. Um, <laughs> but we had, I'll just read some out because there's some great ones. We had Brian Philpotts said, Merry Christmas cake, Mr. Lawrence. That's obscure, <laughs> but good. Uh, Andy Horton said, in which we serve breakfast between 7 and 10. Oh, God. Operation Mince Meat was was yeah. quite a, a good one. Uh, Mitch Sprague said a fridge too far with a few on that one. <laughs> yeah, good. Rob Shipman seemed to just have a load of these ready to go, so he had.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times.
2: fantastic dad level uh, dad level dad level right jokes yeah um johnny doyle had it quite a few he had a rice cold in alex sergeant yorkie three <laughs> kings mills uh, very good like <laughs> a full metal jacket potato and i think his best one was breaker meringue <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah that's good
0: that's
2: good. Uh, James Cooper had a few. He said Memphis bell peppers. Mm. Iceberg lettuce in Alex. No. <laughs> and Lawrence of Arabiata. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then some of the other... I obvious would also ones. take
1: Lawrence of Barabaka.
2: Yes, that's good, yeah. We had Hamburger Hill, which writes itself. We had Pork Chop Hill, that writes itself. Um... We had Where Eagles Pair
0: mm-hmm. from mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Paul Can. My own one was Pears is the Glory.
0: Yes, thank <laughs> you,
2: thank you. Uh, then we had JD um, on uh, Twitter. He said Spam Busters Peach <laughs> for the Sky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Liam Patrick eight five one said Fifty Five Days in Peking Duck. <laughs> yeah. Rob Shipman again came with uh Bunkirk.
1: Can't keep tall- Rob down, can you? Wow. I can't name he was
2: in one man, one man pun machine. Uh we had Tall Bloke had the frigid raw Megan, if you oh, suggested that one. I like it. I like really it. good. <laughs> really good. Um <laughs> Rob Shipman again, Battle of the River Skate uh lester jaipur Bambido, i've not had you on the pod for a while Nice i see you back flans of our fathers
1: oh oh very okay. good yeah
2: the desert fox desert fox desert fox yeah oh dr strange love or how i learned to stop worrying and love the bonbons <laughs> and then the grape escape
1: the grape escape that's a good one to end on like it
2: yeah, some crack, some there's some cracks, some absolutely Some really crack good ones in. there. And the old Force 10 of Mascapone um, oh. was a good one too. Oh, that's good. From Paul Baville um, of uh, the History Range podcast, which I thought was interesting.
1: Really good. He went with Force 10 and not just the guns of Mascapone.
2: Uh, we had that one too. That one did come oh, up. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, and he also had Above Us the Wafers, which was really good. Wow. Um. That well, thanks it. everyone for getting involved. That's good. We, we love doing these um, these little uh, little fun are yeah, A good right bit of now, fun, aren't they? They really are. We did a caption competition yeah. a few weeks ago too, which uh, which which went down really well. We'll, we'll be running them again. A little yeah. bit of fun giveaway. Definitely some follow us on advice, Twitter if you don't
1: already. At fighting on film.
2: Hello, Robbie here. Did you know you can support the podcast on Patreon? Join the supporting cast today and gain access to exclusive perks, such as discount codes, our monthly Patreon film votes, and the chance to get exclusive merchandise before anyone else. Search Fighting On Film on Patreon or find the link on our website. Thank you. Now back to the show. So, into my uh, show and tell this week, and I've been watching, here and there, Tour of Duty, the American Mm. uh, CBS uh Vietnam War series uh from uh 1987. I think it had three seasons. I'm currently three episodes into season one. I Is that I'd the one give... we
1: mentioned when we covered Hamburger Hill? Uh, sorry not Hamburger Hill. Um
2: Charlie Mopick.
1: Was it was it Charlie Mopick?
2: Might be Charlie Mopick might have mentioned him in either or actually mm.
1: um, anyway, sorry.
2: It's been a long time. It's okay. So yeah, it's a it's an eight, late eighties American series, um, and I've watched the first three episodes, as I said. So I thought I'd just give my brief sort of thoughts. I really yeah, enjoy it. I've seen, yeah, I've seen it here and there before, but I've never thought, well, right, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do season one, season three over a few months. It's a interesting. Yeah, it's a sort of thing where it, it takes itself seriously, but it's presented in this. I almost feel like it went out at eight o'clock. It didn't go out at nine, but it went out mm-hmm. at eight. Do you know what I mean? There's like a feel to it. It's um, it's like a miniature Vietnam film. It's a
1: pre-watershed. Vibe. Yeah, in
2: like 48 minutes. Like the A-team, no one dies. No, people do die. A lot of okay. people get shot and killed Okay, and blown up. Um, The action scenes are quite good, actually. Um, for okay, for good. American TV at the time, I think it's quite well done. So the first episode sets up the... So there's Terence Knox, he's a sergeant, he's done, this is his third or fourth tour, he says. Um, He's really sort of, he's your in-country man, he knows how Vietnam works, he's your main, sort of main character. Um, He plays uh, Stuart Clayton, uh, Zeke Anderson, Uh, he was the main, sort of the main character. Stephen Caffrey plays uh, Lieutenant Myron Goldman, and he's the the lieutenant, the the new lieutenant in-country, so he's right. learning from Anderson and they have a really nice relationship. They learn to respect each other. They learn to sort of how to survive each other, how they're going to get on. It's really nice. The first three yeah. episodes develop the main cast quite well. Uh, the first episode is quite round the mill stuff. They set the cast up, they go out on a patrol and they blow up an arms uh, cachet um, of VC that have shot up their LZ and then they escape. And there's some nice lore action in that you see a law being fired it's really nice Ah. and the second episode which i thought was really interesting it was about uh tunnel warfare and they eventually uh they get the tunnelers in and they're killed because a trip mine goes off and the lieutenant and addison have to fight together to survive but it feels like there's going to be it's going to be sort of like a greatest hits of the vietnam So we've had tunnel warfare we've third episode they have taking uh sympathetic Saigon sympathetic villagers from uh, one hamlet to a uh, safer hamlet down right. road down right. the river down the for- down the jungle mm-hmm. and you have this whole very heavy-handed oh we're here to help you uh, GI is number one sort of thing we have a very sort of heavy-handed messages and morals yeah but I respect the series because it's it's trying to do the Vietnam war justice 20 years after. 25 years after i it does it well the kit's good in the in the pilot they've got the wrong mitchell helmet covers there's some iffy webbing here and there mm. but when the series proper kicks in from episode two mitchell covers come in the kit gets a little better everyone's running around with an m16a1 uh the vc have uh the right sort of weaponry do
1: they have 20
2: round mags yes they do Good they do it's really nice and there's a lot of map Absolutely. changes as well which is quite nice, nice. and the alt's got like a map case and but then you've got um anderson who wears is a bit more relaxed he wears he's got like a vest under his third patch where so he's cut the cut the sleeves off his third pattern jacket he's, he carries a shotgun sometimes as well Ooh. as his m16 there's a nice little mm-hmm. personalization and then you've got the uh they bring in the race element as well, so you've got black soldiers and you see how they're treated. You've got a soldier of Puerto Rican descent, and you see how he's treated, and they've got you've got a big burly Californian guy who is a vegetarian. And he, he's a bit of an uh, interesting character. So <laughs> it, it's not it's a little it's a sort of cliched representation. Now they said what year it's set in? I can't work it out, but I think it's meant to be nineteen sixty eight. Right, I think it's meant just to be around Tet or just before Tet. Mm, um, mm. and I know that as the series goes on spoilers it's not really a spoiler but on season three they they become Mac V Sog so ah. they get transferred and apparently it's meant to take place within about a, one tour so season one to three is one tour right I think and that would make sense to me from what I've read and it was a quite a popular series I know it's been um issued on DVD again a few times ah, you can cool. get it. um, it's quite expensive when it comes up um but I've got one <laughs> <laughs> of course stuff. you do well no, i i had an absolute touch the other day i bought a, a blu-ray player which was and uh which unbeknown to me was an unregion locked dvd player in one thing <laughs> for five pounds from a charity shop amazing <laughs> so, next week that, rob's gonna that. come on and go i bought a betamax <laughs> and it's amazing
1: i bought a mini disc player and it's fabulous i've got saving private ryan on Laserdisc. (laughs) i i've got eight copies of saving private ryan on vhs
2: and a combi tv to watch it on it's amazing that would be if anyone knows me that would probably be something i'd do anyway but i used to watch it on a combi (laughs) yeah but i think you can rent it off of um, amazon prime as well and I think I've seen it on one of them. Yeah. I the don't know streaming which one, but service I Plex has season two, which is on right. my TV. So if you want to watch season two, go ahead. Um, if you don't mind, you can watch it on Plex, but I think it's something we'll come back to because I'd like to maybe perhaps, I mean, we did our reunion episode um, about with the the act and a bridge too far. I'd love to get some yeah. of the cast of Duty yeah. on to talk to them about the series because it's a bit of a guilty pleasure for me. It's not the, it's not the best thing you'll ever watch, but for a, for a, a pre band of brothers pre-pacific yeah. way of doing tv warfare i think it's quite good it's a bit yeah. cheesy cliche at times but for what it's trying to do i think it does it well mm.
1: i'd like to see that that does sound quite promising so it's a bit like combat
2: yeah it is actually yeah i'd but say it, it's it, like it's like, it, like it, combat yeah that, that sounds like, like combat of with issue of the week <laughs> problem of the week mission yeah. of the week type deal yeah. Um, it, it's like combat, but in Vietnam, yeah. Oh, well, we need to do an episode where we compare it to Spearhead. <laughs> oh, is, <he> spe- <laughs> is Spearhead promising? The first season of Spearhead's really good. And then season mm. two, is just, oh. Ooh, oh, do you know what we do need
1: to do? What would be really fun to do is do like a, a top 10 of um, TV, top war 10 TV war shows. Top 10 TV war movies. Like Generation top Kill, yeah. Band of Brothers, Spearhead. Generation
2: Kill would come bloody high on that list. Yeah. I think I'd upset a few because um, I've been rewatching watching Kill lately, and that is really good. It is good, actually. Yeah, kind of got
1: lost at the time, didn't it?
2: I think well, it that just came out good and to then talk it about it was gone. Yeah. yeah, it was on FX. I remember staying up to like watch it when it came out. Mm. Yeah, that was good. But anyway, yeah, if you haven't seen Tour of Duty, guys, I'd recommend it. It's a, it's a bit of a gateway into uh, more Vietnam War content, I think. And it, I think yeah, it gets it com- overlooked as well. Well, it comes
1: out of that a lot of well
2: it was it was movies, made based, just because afterwards. of platoon that's yeah. why it was made um it was made because of platoon but the only thing that's annoying is the dvd versions because of the licensing of of music the original series had like paint it black mamas and the Papas, Whoa. beach boys inserted in nice and the actual the actual theme song was painted black but because of the licensing the dvd versions and the, the syndicated versions now have a you know a, a made theme it's a media paint music. It black <laughs> no it doesn't even have that oh, it's annoying
1: damn but no it's um, well worth it they should have like imagine paint it black here <laughs> and just put the insert yeah, that what would have been playing here
2: oh you'd like it in uh, see in episode three um there's a nice appearance of m one garand oh, that cool. one of the uh, one of the sympathetic uh, saigon villagers has and he dispatches a few vc with it Ooh. and helps the GI's because they think they think he's coming out of his hut to hurt them,
0: yeah.
2: Um, during this firefight, And someone's like, "Watch him; he's got a rifle." And then he pops up and he he shoots one of the VC that's about to fire an RPG at someone oh, or wow. a machine gun at someone. Right. And they go, "Oh, don't worry; he's like one of us." Because they were gonna they were trying to evict him from his house, and he didn't want to leave. Um, but then when the VC came, he he did fight with the Americans, and then they all changed I see, their mind. On I see, right. it's cool because the pe- the people that the people that you concentrate on they become sympathetic as they Mm. learn more whereas they're quite hard headed it does quite it it humanises the VC quite well actually because sometimes with these movies they're just faceless things to shoot at whereas I think it for something you know it made in the 80s quite close to it I think it does give the the Vietnamese people a bit more to say than just they're just there you know Yeah, Yeah. but yeah I'd recommend it it does sound interesting yeah it does
1: (laughs) it is well there we go that's what we're watching at the moment basically so one really modern and one cold war 80s. so that's always <laughs> yeah. always nice to combine all the new so as always don't forget to check out fightonfilm.com check out our twitter at fighting on film where we do all these crazy hypotheticals and get to put food into titles of war movies what's not <laughs> yeah. what's not to like
2: what's not um, to like
1: please do leave us a review on Apple Pods or wherever you're listening. And thanks for listening.
2: Thanks, everyone. Catch Catch you next next time.
1: time. Oh, look at that. Jinx. Bye. (laughs) Bye.